0: Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not, here we go. Hey, Karen, I really want to talk about filming for a minute. The thing that always amazes me about your crew is how you can get all those people and all that equipment into the craziest of spaces so gracefully. But I'm really wondering, how are you going to pull all that off when you return to filming in a COVID world? Video production by nature is a collaborative
1: process. Um, So you really do need a strong team working together and very much in close proximity. And I don't think the collaborative nature of it is going to change as we move forward and we return to, to filming, whether it's crew members or our clients, our talent, or people who are in charge of the location. Everybody has to be on the same page and be comfortable and confident during a shoot. And so we really have kind of broken down the new process into kind of three chunks. So there's always this pre-production bit that really lays the groundwork, but then it's what do we do on set to make sure that um, equipment, which then predicts where people's bodies are, is safe, and then um, also what are we going to do for for our clients and our our talent and the
0: people who are on set, right? Interesting. Can you tell me about the pre-production part? I don't understand how that goes for your organization.
1: Yeah, so it's, you know, the the pre-production process has maybe just gotten a little bit more expanded. Typically, when we've done location scouts, we're in person almost always um, taking photos, making sure that we're face to face with the person who either owns that location or, you know, um, is the representative in charge of that location. And, and we've, been, we've actually been doing virtual location scouts for quite some time because we um, don't always film in the greater Lansing area. We're filming all over the place. So doing kind of Facetime um, walkthroughs is really helpful because then we can say, oh wait a minute, what's that little area about? What's that little nook? And you know how often is that available? But as we look to return to filming, uh, as we are starting immediately, um, you know if there's an opportunity in beautiful Michigan to film outside possibly and still have the context work and maybe only do B-roll inside, we certainly can do that. Also, we've learned a lot about establishing positive airflow in a location. So I know I have a project coming up where we're filming in a house with talent. And being able to open those windows and doors as weather allows um, keeps positive airflow. And, if, and because we don't, aren't, sh- aren't shooting audio for that particular project, we can keep windows and doors open while we film as well.
0: Interesting. I would have never thought that that was a consideration, but um, clearly it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then
1: other things, when we're working with professional talent, making sure that they don't all need to arrive at, at 8 a.m., we can stagger their arrival time and and consider a green room outside with a tent. Um, making sure that people are taking their temperature prior to arrival onset, which is now our policy, and then um, just talking with the person who represents the location, making sure that the, that the room and the rooms that we're filming in are already safe and sanitary prior to our arrival, Uh, like doors and light switches and things like that so that we can always leave it as we found it and cleaning on our way out.
0: So your clients really can understand that you have a system in place that will keep them safe, make sure that the talent is safe, the people who are in their environment are considered. So an organization doesn't have to be afraid to bring a team in.
1: Yeah, that that's really our hope and making sure that, and it's for everybody's safety, um, not just ours, not just the clients, not just the talents. It's really making sure that everybody feels comfortable and confident that somebody is being responsible, taking ownership of, of those processes and procedures. So the days of uh, catered craft services, beautiful spread are, are gone and, and, you know, it's, it's likely going to be an individually packaged box lunch, but that's... Um, that's going to be much easier to, to manage and feel confident about than, um, you know, craft services and things like that. And further, you know, everybody on crew needs to make sure that they're maintaining their own equipment. Even if it's something as simple as their pen that they're using to mark down the shoot schedule or take notes, um, besides just the equipment that they're responsible for but just like the personal equipment that they're not sharing things like pens.
0: Do you think that the changes you've implemented to make filming safer now are going to stick with you over the course of time?
1: I have a feeling it's going to stay with us for uh, you know, the foreseeable future absolutely. Um I think I think it would be silly to say that my industry is unique in that way. Um I think that we're all changed for what we've gone through and that what per- what what personal space means to us has maybe expanded, you know? Um, So, you know, there's other things that we've done too with, um, with the equipment in terms of making sure that we're, if we have to have a makeup artist, that everybody is masked and that that person is using single use makeup kits instead of reusable makeup kits that get shared. Even though in the industry, a makeup artist has already, Gone through lots of training on how to keep brushes sterile, but still, we're going to ask that we use disposable single use makeup kits for right now. Things like using a boom mic only rather than a lav, unless absolutely necessary.
0: It's so interesting because I think this is a good window into all of the little details that go into a seamless shoot that the um, end user and viewer never has a clue about. So it's interesting for me to hear all those small details that you have to think about in order to make an elegant video. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I think, and then finally, I think with
1: on the human side of things, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that on every shoot that one of the crew members is just has that extra responsibility for observing and reminding about safety, just kind of managing like, oh, that doesn't seem distant enough. Or, um, Hey, we touched that. We need to make sure that we clean that when we're done. Um, so that there's always one person who's taking on that extra responsibility.
0: And that will help the people that you have on camera feel more comfortable so that, that you can get what you need from them, right? Yeah, absolutely. We want to make
1: sure that um, we, we respect each other for our wellness and our health and safety, but also so that we can make sure that our state and our communities don't backslide and get shut down again.
0: So these are some great pieces of advice our listeners can take if they're looking to get video done, how they should expect to be treated by a good organization, right? Yeah. You know, in
1: in the first um, strategy series, you mentioned maybe needing to do virtual events, and that's something that we've dived in pretty deep into as well. So, um, you know, being able to manage those types of events f- for our stakeholders has been a really fun um,
0: area of growth. Ooh, let's dive into that one the next time we talk. Thank you, Karen.